0: Welcome into the Football In-Laws podcast. I'm your host, Justin, but the hostess with the most is my brother-in-law, Caleb. What's going on, guys? It's uh, Tennessee hate week for me and, uh, Alabama, and Alabama hate week for him. Big game this weekend for both sides, but, you know, we just got to wait and see what will happen with that. Yeah, let's talk about last week first. <laughs> what you got for us? Well, let's uh, go down the top 25. We'll start off with the 25th ranked LSU Tigers. <laughs> what a disappointment uh, that game was for LSU. I mean, people were leaving at halftime. Fantastic. Even the, even the student section was just gone. Like everybody was leaving. It was only orange there. They were like, we'll sell beer at eight o'clock. And Tennessee fans were like, thank you. <laughs> like they just sold all of it. I mean, Forty to thirteen, took the ball at the uh, took the ball away. I don't know how, but we started both halves with the football. You're welcome, world. We showed you how to make it happen. <laughs> um, fortunate. Uh, there's a couple of jokes going around LSU message boards. Have you seen it on Twitter, Caleb? No, I haven't. What what what's going <laughs> on? I'll send you the the tweet. But somebody said uh, we were using a uh, EMP machine that like scrambles your senses oh is that uh, what it was directed right at. yeah i think it was a joke but it was just funny because it was like i mean you know if we had that technology i'd kind of be mad if we didn't use it i mean gotta make all the excuses in the book for a loss you know no so that i think that was like the worst loss brian kelly's taken as a head coach goodness i wouldn't be surprised at home at home I mean that's a pretty bad one for Tennessee in general, though, or a pretty bad one for LSU. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, when Hooker hit the touchdown to Hyatt, that was pretty much that. That sealed the deal. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about you guys as a uh, narrow escape there. Uh, what happened? Because uh, I fell asleep. I was tired. Well, I was unfortunately. I mean, not unfortunately, but. Uh, I was out celebrating my friend's birthday, so a good portion of that time I was busy. But I had it on my phone while I was bowling, watching the score the whole time, watching it and everything like that. So they started uh, their backup quarterback, Rowe in to. Okay, quick quick question. Go ahead. At what point did you grab the heaviest bowling ball and take out the frustration on the pins? I had the heaviest bowling ball from the start, so there was no going oh, back from you, there. <laughs> look at you, big man. Look at you, big man. I will say, I played pretty decent. I'm no god at bowling or anything, but there was at one point where I did get real cocky and was having like a little conversation. <laughs> I said, hold on, let me get this strike real quick, and I'll be damned if I walked up to that fucker and got a strike. Called so it I'm right then and out. there. I mean, that never happens for me, but... It was That's impressive. What I'm talking about, but they didn't have it on the TV, so I was sitting here watching the game on my phone and everything like that. They got the backup, uh, uh, Jalen Milrow, in. and and for the most part, he was, you know, punt, punt, punt. Finally, get a touchdown, but then he fumbles. Texas A&M scores. He fumbles again. Texas AM and m scores. Um, McClellan, one of their running backs, I think, had a fumble. They kick a field goal. Uh, Milroe had an interception it was just turnover after turnover i'm i'm barely positive um if not all the points most of the points came off of turnovers for texas a&m i got you yeah when i went to bed it was uh seven nothing so i was like oh, this is gonna be you went to sleep early then <laughs> i had to man I, I mean i woke up and Started drinking with LSU fans. I saw a tweet and I was like, "Tennessee fans don't start drinking at nine in the morning." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Well, I know for for Alabama fans, they were probably drinking heavy about halfway through the game because it was on pins and needles the whole time. Bryce Young was suited up and he even said he wanted to play the game so bad, like even he was telling the coach that he wanted to come in at the end of the game." to spark something but you know he needs to rest Uh, any kind of injury no matter how little or big you need to rest it up especially with such a big game coming up but more importantly his future as a quarterback so i'm glad they set him i'm glad they still got the win i am not glad however that they decided to drop alabama all the way down to three in the rankings i thought that was a little disrespectful but given georgia and their uh blowout against auburn and Ohio State's dominant performance—we're getting to both of those later. Uh, I can see why they did it, but uh, we'll have a clear number one probably after this Alabama-Tennessee game this week. Well, let's let's clear this up. Hold on, uh, Texas A&M is way better than Michigan State, and Michigan State still put up 20 points on Ohio State, so yeah, I don't I don't see that there. Yeah. The only difference is Ohio State just handled handled them so. Yeah, and that the other thing, too, is, you know, we're playing our backup quarterback, but you can make that argument for any single team that has to play their backup. That was the only backup in for the game. So excuses can be made here and there, but at the end of the day, whatever reason, they decide to drop them down. We just got to prove the haters wrong. Yeah, and um, the Georgia-Auburn game, I did see part of this. This was just boring football. Anything that involves Auburn is boring at this point. They need some sort of spark going in the near future, whether it's a coaching change or staff changes, anything, but it's just not looking like like the old days with Cam Newton and all. That that's fair. Uh, the next game, I wish I, I kinda I kind of wish I would have taken this in the jewels, but I took it just separately instead. Uh I took Indiana to cover 22 and a half. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> lost by 21, Caleb. Oh my goodness. So got the dub there. Well, ain't uh, you lucky? I mean, they for a 31 10 game. I mean, yeah, Michigan was uh <clears throat> Michigan's uh running back coach, I think, collapsed on the sidelines. So Dawson Paris to him and hope everything's good there. I think that's what kind of I wouldn't say sparked Indiana, but it uh, definitely didn't help Michigan. They kind of – do they have a, a cause for it or anything like that? I hadn't heard much and looked into it too much. I just saw it and uh, saw he got carted it off the field middle of the game. Well, hope for a speedy recovery. But, you know, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm sure them winning helps a little bit in the long run. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Clemson took care of Boston College 31-3. Uh, nothing else to say about that one it was expected clemson still skating by somehow undefeated at the number five team but they've really not had any stellar performances out there i'd say but a uh, good win against boston college is you know 31-3 they can take it they ain't playing nobody paul i know i know <laughs> <laughs> uh washington state lost to usc 14 to 31 or 30 usc uh it's good when they're undefeated, but like like Clemson, I don't really think they've played anybody yet. Next yeah, week, they, I think they got a test. They got things clicking a little bit going on. Um, they're six and zero, but I will say Lincoln Riley and Kayla Williams are probably glad to be out of Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, because <laughs> Oklahoma, of the disaster fire going on there. So oh, I think they made the right so call. Far. I think they made the right call for sure. But they're still undefeated and zooming on through the season. Uh, a team I'd like to give a lot of props to right now is Oklahoma State. Uh, they beat Texas Tech 41-31. Uh, they're, they're just playing really good football right now. That game almost came down to the wire. It was back and forth the entirety of the game. Um, I'm talking Texas Tech, first, so 14 points first quarter. Oklahoma State, 17 points. Texas Tech in the second, 10. Oklahoma State, 3 Texas Tech in the third, three. Oklahoma State, 14. And then they finally capitalized with that other seven in the fourth to make it 41-31. But for those first three quarters, it was fairly close. But, I mean, give it up to Oklahoma State still being undefeated, uh, ranked seventh. I mean, that's just better than Oklahoma right now. (laughs) Yeah, uh, next game, if you had Vanderbilt first half, uh spread line you would you would have won some freaking money dude i I wonder what it was for that honestly it had to be like plus thousand something like that to start the game but man only just came out in the second half and put it to them 52 to 28 is the final they had 20 in the first half was leading 20 to 17 Mm -hmm. going into halftime so you could have even taken the first half money line and won the first half money line would have been would have been something there for sure i mean i would like to make a little bit of money but who can predict something like that to ever happen what no. i don't understand rant about alabama once more how we drop two rankings but Ole miss doesn't move anywhere they're still at number nine but put up such a poor performance against vanderbilt yeah make it make sense uh I don't think you can make anything the AP makes sense. They still came out and put up a lot of points in the second half, though, so I'll give them that. But we we spanked a top twenty-five team on the road and uh, moved up two spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, similar things. We don't make uh, Utah <laughs> UCLA Utah UCLA. This was a jewel that I added last minute. Mm-hmm. Might not do that ever again under 64 and a half and the final score was 42 to 32 and UCLA <laughs> still undefeated too so that's yeah, uh, one surprised. of those teams that's, a, that's one of those sleeper teams to look out for this season honestly yeah they're making the the big 10 look good by adding both LA teams when everybody was like why are you adding UCLA I mean, UCLA, uh, as far as sports go, as a school, they've been doing really good the past couple of years. I mean, you look at their basketball team the last couple of years as well, and now football's taking off. I mean, think about that, man. They're, they're doing something. Yep. Uh, also in Pac-12, Oregon handles Arizona 49-22. to 22. I really thought Arizona was going to win this one. No, I mean, <laughs> they didn't. They got destroyed. Um, they still put up a little bit of a fight, but I, I had faith in Arizona going and whooping Oregon, especially being a home game and everything, but Oregon came out there and delivered, and um, Bo Nix is still doing Bo Nix things, I guess. He he can be a little shaky at times, but in this one, he went 265 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but he had three rushing touchdowns. That's what really did it for him. <laughs> yeah, um, sunglasses is what did it for South Carolina. They took down Kentucky at Kentucky, 24-14. No Will Levis. Starting to wonder if he's a little better than we've given him credit for, making mm-hmm. a bad team look good. I still don't see him as a first-round QB uh, in the NFL draft, but we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing how uh, Kentucky has gone and dropped a couple games now. Uh, for, for For Kentucky and South Carolina to both be at four and two, at this point in the season, you wouldn't have seen that coming. I mean, especially with Spencer Rattler still not really performing too great. He had 177 yards, just one touchdown and one interception. But Spencer Rattler is still just being a mediocre quarterback this year. He is not helping his case for the NFL, but he could still be a talented quarterback with the pieces presented with him. But for them to go to Kentucky and get a huge win like that, definitely boost their spirits a little bit to at least try to get a bowl game for the season. Yeah, and then uh, Florida State loses a heartbreaker, 17-19. to 19. I, I thought been, they were going to be able to win this game, to yeah, be honest with you. I, I've been banking hard on Florida State this season just because, like, Florida State has been absolute dumpster fire the past couple of years. So, for them to start uh, with such high hopes, they were undefeated for a little bit there. And a loss to NC State isn't that bad, especially by only two points. But – well They're they scored all seventeen. And they they sc- scored all 17 of their points in the second quarter. It was mm-hmm. up 17 to 3. So they just fell apart. Exactly. Just couldn't keep the pieces playing. Yeah, uh Wake Forest took care of Army 45 to 10. Army's having a down year for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh Wake Forest is the best team that Clemson's played, and that went into two overtime. Uh two or three, yeah. It yeah. came down to the wire. Uh, second jewel that I lost was BYU at notre dame i took the over 50 and a half Mm. and 28 20 yeah they i mean they came really close (laughs) really close i mean that was just a little disappointing but hey notre dame got the win so they're slowly getting a little better well because these two next two jewels weren't on the top 25 iowa illinois Mm -hmm. under 36 and a half definitely won good and then uh, Western Kentucky, so plus six and a half. I covered that line pretty easy, so you're, you're welcome there. There you go. Make that money, son. Well, so two and two, two and two. Not that bad. <laughs> Drop your board. Drop my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> Party <laughs> foul. Yeah, it almost fell in the spider trap. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, moving on, another ranked game, TCU at Kansas. This game was really fun to watch. I had it on my second TV during the Tennessee LSU LSU game. So, during commercials, I would definitely uh, turn on the volume and check it out. In no way at the beginning of the season or anywhere during the offseason did anyone think TCU versus Kansas was going to be a great game to watch. Two teams going in undefeated but ranked 17 and 19 and to put up a game like that 38-31 a close one i mean everybody loved it i mean the both quarterbacks played pretty phenomenal um i think kansas had their backup come in for a little bit but um he's pretty good though he is pretty good but for it to be tcu at kansas man they they put up some numbers yeah and then uh, stay in the big <laughs> the big 12 look at this score 10 to 9 kansas state iowa state Hey, a win is a win. It might have been boring for the fans, even more boring for the home team since they lost, but a win is a win. They just got the dub and got the hell out of there. Yeah, but Matt Campbell's uh kicking himself for not leaving Iowa State when he had the chance. Now he's just stuck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, here we go. Lost my place, Caleb. Sorry. That's Washington. Okay goes down to arizona state 45 38 yeah it, it's it's at the point where we're getting down to the lower the lower ranks of top 25 so those teams seem good at the time but can easily lose their spot especially to a team like arizona state they went in with what one win so that's a that's a pretty bad lot loss for washington but yeah i don't uh, i don't know much about this game either but Arizona State fires their head coach. A couple games later, they get that uh little interim coach bump. All I know, game. all I know is Paul Tyson. I'm pretty sure transferred to uh, Arizona State, and he didn't not play. He still hasn't played. <laughs> Hell, he might be the third string quarterback again. For all I know. Probably so. Uh, um, that's pretty upsetting. Moving on, the Pirates. And Mississippi State put it to Arkansas 40 to 17. Who would have thought Mississippi State would come out and be a pretty good team? They're on they fire. They ruined my parlay, honestly. Um, them and Oklahoma both ruined my parlay bad. And I've I think I had a 20-game parlay, and out of those, I think those two, and maybe one more lost, but you gotta win them all. But I, I really thought Arkansas would have had that game, but they absolutely stunned them 40 to 17. So it's kind of got me worried because right after the Tennessee game, I'm, I think Alabama has Mississippi State, and that's going to be a tough one. That's definitely going to be a tough one. Um, didn't think South Florida was going to be a tough one for Cincinnati, but 28-24 was the final on this one. So Well, anything can happen on any given Saturday. But, hey, they put up a damn fight for <laughs> a 1-4 team, now 1-5. But Cincinnati still hang, hanged on a little bit and got the win. And they hung on there for, for a little bit. Let's, uh, let's talk about week 17 in the top 25. We're going to skip over our game here. Um, we have three three games of unbeaten teams, and we're going to save those for the end here. Okay. We're going to get on their due. So, we got, we got the Auburn Tigers traveling to uh, Oxford to play Ole Miss. Should be an easy one for Ole Miss, but after what they did with Vanderbilt, there's no telling what could happen. But Georgia handled business against them last week, so I don't think Ole Miss is going to have any problem there. After sleepwalking through Vanity, I think they're going to be they're going to be up for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an eleven a.m. kick local time. Uh, Ole Miss is still a fourteen and a half to fifteen point favorite, mm-hmm. depending on oh, excuse me, depending on which uh, which sports book you you bet at. Right. Uh, Kansas goes to Oklahoma and is a seven and a half point underdog. Yeah. So since they got the underdog here, the odds are going to be in Kansas flavor. If there's any game you should bet on this week, um i wouldn't go too much but definitely put maybe five or ten on kansas to win that game oklahoma's dropped so many games so far oh you're smiling so i already know what's gonna come up then i'll stop talking so we can talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about it now that's the first game on the books here i got kansas plus seven and a half on the jewels that's the first game okay i see you yeah i think that's real doable Jumped um on that um, I mean, Kansas keeps putting up points left and right, and Oklahoma's just been slowly going downhill. I mean, they were just flat-out embarrassed by Texas last week. Yes, they were. So that is a good pick for your jewels this week. Back in the top 25, number 22, Texas, 4-2. They host Iowa State, and they're 16 and a 16.5-point favorite over them. So Now, this is a game where Texas could go and flip right after making a giant statement win. Or they could, they could just choke and lose. But I, th- I think they're going to go ahead and keep keep the statement going. I don't know. I think this will be – I think Texas will take care of business, but I think it will be a close game than what people think. Yeah, I don't – I'm staying away from this line. It's, it's too high for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to go with the second game on the jewels here. We're going to ride Illinois under until it, until it doesn't hit. Minnesota at number 24, Illinois. We got four and one at five and one. 11 a.m. on the Big Ten Network Snooze Fest (laughs) under 38 and a half. Oh, no, yes, sir. I think it will happen. I think you'll have that one easily. All right, and this is this could just be real bad, but they're putting it on at the same time as the Tennessee Bama game. So um, you got three and three Vanderbilt traveling to Georgia, 38 point favorite. Georgia is, and uh, I think that's pretty much all we got to say about that. Hey, don't don't count Vandy out just yet. I will still give Vandy props. They have been sticking around for some teams. I mean, not Alabama, but some teams they've been sticking around for a little bit. So I think they might give them a little bit of fight for at least 10 minutes. And then after that, you know, (laughs) Georgia will do Georgia. The whole first quarter. Not the whole first quarter, just part of it. Oh, yeah. I give them three points by the end of the first. All right. And then we got a top. Uh, top 20 matchup here, number 15, NC State, 5-1 and one goes to number 18, Syracuse, 5-0 and zero. at the Carrier Dome. They named it something. It's the Carrier Dome. We're not going to have this conversation right now. Okay. It's uh, Syracuse, favorite by three and a half. I kind of like this line, but I'm not going with it. I don't blame you. I mean, who would have thought Syracuse would still be undefeated right now, to be honest with you? Well... It's a little ridiculous right now. It's like 2007 all over again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we got first year. Let's see. Round of, round of applause, Caleb. James Madison, the first year in FBS football, are ranked in the top 25 and undefeated 5-0. and That's kind of crazy to think about. They are 11-point favorites on the road at Georgia Southern. Yes, the team who beat Nebraska oh my goodness well <laughs> this should be such a fight then yeah what's weird is for some reason when you jump up a division you're not eligible for postseason play or something like that weird so even if they go undefeated they just go like 12 or 13 and 0 and they're just done they don't go to a bowl game well that's kind of depressing for them real depressing uh bellarmine in kentucky they won their conference in uh Division one college basketball, and they could not go to the tournament. They didn't get the automatic bid. Wow. Yeah, I hate sad. how some things work, but I guess that's how it has to be to make it fair. No, dude, if you're going from Division one AA to Division one A, why? What are we waiting on? Money. So that's what it really comes down to is money. They went to the fun belt and they're having fun. The fun belt. <laughs> Uh, Clemson, 6-0, goes 2-4-2, Florida State. Clemson's only a three-and-a-half point favorite here. Give me Florida State, baby. Screw Ooh. Clemson. Give me Florida State. I know they lost last week, but give me Florida State. I think Florida State will beat Clemson. Call it now, Clemson's only a three-and-a-half favorite. Or, a win. or Florida State wins. Interesting. Let's sprinkle the money line, I'm putting, put I'm it putting, it I'm putting. I'm putting five on it.
1: Let's see what parlay. the odds
0: are for that money line right now. I'm going to parlay. You keep going. I got you. All right. Uh, we got a couple of top 25 matchups to round up. We got the red hot Mississippi State Bulldogs going to Kentucky in the uh, classic East West rivalry game here at the SEC. If Kentucky does not have Will Levis, this this thing could get ugly. So it's Mississippi State. Yep. Well, I'll be rooting for Mississippi State because another win for them would. Make it look a little bit better when Alabama faces them. So, I'll be rooting for them personally. Now I'm rooting for them because uh fuck Kentucky. Yeah, that too. All right, and then uh, USC goes to Utah. Utah is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That's going to be pretty – Utah's the favorite? <laughs> yes. Wow, that's going to be a good one. I did yeah. find that Florida State game, by the way. What's the uh, money line there? money line is uh, plus 145. Ooh. But catch this. If you do, if you do that, USC since they're the underdogs here, and let me roll back down to find Kansas. Give me just a second. If you can, if you, if you scroll past, it, throw James, throw Georgia Southern to cover eleven on that. Well, let me just stick with this for today. Uh, mm. We could doodle with that later, but if you get Florida State, USC, and Kansas all three winning. Your odds are plus 1,713. Put five bucks, that wins you 90. And I think, oh man, I think I might do that. Let's do it. If I win my parlay tonight, I'm going to do that. See, I've, for the NFL world and fans there, I had a parlay of the Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, Ravens, and the Chiefs to win. I think I had like a $10 bet to win out 200. And uh, right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are losing seven to zero. So I'm really banking on the Chiefs to win this game. <laughs> yeah, I just got a text that Josh Jacobs is in the red zone. Yep, I'm watching the game on my phone right now. <laughs> All right, well let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the three undefeated matchups. Caleb, it is the third Saturday in October, and we have three unbeaten matchups. Mm-hmm. The Big Twelve, Oklahoma State. At TCU, TCU is a three and a half point favorite. It is a two thirty kickoff on ABC. What are they doing? Who do you think's getting that one? I like Oklahoma State. I like Oklahoma State too, personally. I think they will um, get the win. It would be a good uh, statement. Hell, you could throw TCU's favorite. We can throw Oklahoma State into that parlay now do too. It. I'm let's doing do it. it. We're doing all these let's bets today. It. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna go up to the Big Ten. We got Michigan favored by six and a half, hosting Penn State five and over six and zero. Give me Penn State. Nope, mm -mm, don't do it.
1: Don't do (laughs) it. I'm not
0: gonna throw that one in the parlay, but give me Penn State. This is the big noon kickoff game on Fox. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm liking, I'm liking Michigan here. I might even like them to cover. I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna take it on the jewels, but want them one to look at if you want to get risque. Yep, and then uh, the last one is, well, it's the best game of them all, Caleb. Oh, yes. The third Saturday in October, Alabama at Tennessee. Alabama opens as a a seven-and-a-half point favorite. I was in somebody today. They open up at a nine. It moved to seven. It should have been at about 11-and-a-half. I think they're splitting the difference between if Bryce or Jalen's going to play. That's just me. I think Bryce should be playing. Uh, He went and got his shoulder reevaluated again, and all signs were looking up for him to be playing. But I wouldn't suspect a call to be made till at least Friday, probably. Uh, That's one of those things that it's probably not going to be a game-time decision. They will probably give a clear starter ahead of time. But you never know. Nick Saban could just want to keep things under wraps. I mean, even during uh, I saw videos of the Texas A&m game that the coaches were holding up towers uh, towels in the tunnels so they couldn't even see what quarterback was coming out to do the reps and everything like that like it, it was a true game time decision they were keeping things so under wrap and tight they need, um, to, they need to borrow some of the sheets that Tennessee uses to hold up uh, Behind the the guys calling the play, they're they're huge. They're huge. Just black sheets on two PVC pipes, and these guys just walk around with them, and then just spread them out. So the guy in front of them wearing like I think we got red, baby blue, and green. They're oh, doing wow. all the hand signals, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this big black sheet just stretches out behind them, and you can really see the person doing the signals. I think that's why they do it. But <laughs> Alabama should look into that. They need it. It could be helpful. It could be helpful, but I don't think it will be anything crazy this weekend. I think when it comes down to it, Bryce Young's going to come out. He might be a little bit more protected. Uh, I think they're going to come out running the ball for most of the game, unless they no, have to throw. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my traditional wait till uh, wait till bedtime Friday night, and I'm gonna get on get on DraftKings or FanDuel, and I'll. Uh, I'll put $5 on Alabama just because uh, i got to be somewhat happy if I lose. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. you and then a if we win, out. I'm like, I bought the victory, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last jewel of the day. You ready for this one? Let's bring it. We're going to go Miami of Ohio at Bowling Green. They're six a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, wow. Okay. You're really liking uh, Bowling Green, huh? I think this no, is like the second no, or third. Mi- Miami of Ohio. Oh, well, I mean, this is the second or third time you've had Bowling Green in there. Maybe I just really hate orange and brown. That could be it. Orange goes with white. That's true. Sometimes purple, but we hate Clemson. So that's also valid. <laughs> He stole the orange britches thing from Tennessee. I'm just—we're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> hey, Josh Jacobs! Woo! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm a That's... little behind, Caleb. It's okay; it happens to the best of us. Yeah, I'm having the guy I'm playing. Ask me why we don't have uh, pass interference points for wide receivers in fantasy. That'd be dumb. That's why. I know. I might. I might actually be beating him. I don't know. No, you're not. No, if if we had the, the special rule he wants. Oh no, nah, that you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the commissioner. I'll do whatever I want. No, I I understand. Well, all right. Well, uh, do you have anything for Caleb's corner? Yeah, for Caleb's corner here, I got a little interesting thing just for the love of the Tennessee Alabama rivalry. I thought oh, I'd bring up a couple. Out. <laughs> I thought I'd bring up a couple fun facts of what the world looked like the last time Tennessee beat Alabama. So the last time was in 2006, so there were no iPhones. The first generation iPhone didn't come out till June 29th of 2007, and uh, that's pretty huge, especially how there is now iPhone 14s, so that tells you a lot right there. Um, MySpace was the preferred social media. Instagram and other stuff didn't even exist, which is crazy to think about. Uh, Justin Timberlake's song Sexy Back was at the top of the charts, which, you know, is still an absolute banger. Um, Let's see. Let's get one more good one here. Oh, this is funny. Pete Carroll was still that was still the head coach at USC. Joe Paterno was still alive and coaching at Benton State. And Bobby Bowden was still in charge of FSU. <laughs> And just one oh. more, one more for shits and giggles. Alabama only had 12 national championships. And now we have 16. All right. During the offseason, we're going, we're going through these championships because <laughs> there's some claims. There's some claimed ones that are like, I think even you are unaware of the record that year. And it would just be you would probably sit there and just be like, I already bought the t shirt. I'm not taking it back. Eh hey, if they tell me that's how many they have, that's how many we have. I'm going with what's official, not what's debated. Well, that's that's the weird part about everything pre-BCS is mm-hmm. everything was debated. Well, shoot. <laughs> that, that, like, there's so many shared national titles. Like, there's a national title that Tennessee claims that another team claims, and I just found out that they claimed it as well, like – last wednesday what's the official rule i don't think there is one well let's go ahead and give uh ucf a few then too if we're at it well don't you talk about dr danny white in a bad way here okay (laughs) i'm not i'm just giving giving them what they're due. but i think that's all we got for this week unless you got anything else you know you know who they beat to win that natty Hmm. i want to say it was lsu I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) It was LSU or Auburn. I got it. It was an SEC team, which makes it even funnier. As long as it wasn't Alabama or Tennessee, we're good. They're not beating Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) They're not beating Alabama, Caleb. Let's get real. I know. All right. Well, if you want a free koozie, as we've said on previous podcasts, give us a five-star review and subscribe to the pod on Spotify or Apple, email me at footballinlaws at gmail.com or DM me at footballinlaws on Twitter. Get DM my personal account if you want, App capital J, H-A-Y-N-E-S-5-1. I'd happy, be happy to get back to you there. Caleb, you want to shout out your Twitter while we're at it? Uh, honestly, I don't even use my Twitter that much, so I don't even know what my name is, to be honest with you. If you follow us on the uh, official uh football and loss podcast i'm in the bio you could just find it by there (laughs) well he is in the bio i'll give him that it's uh at shepherd underscore caleb oh appreciate it thank you and if you'll get on there this is the last week i could i could retweet it it says retweet if your team is still undefeated and both of our teams is still undefeated well i'll make sure to get on that yeah, I went ahead and retweeted it from the football in-laws account because, I mean, why not? we got one more week of it. Let's both enjoy it. And uh, I'm not talking to you after tomorrow night's pod for the rest of the week. Understandable. I'll keep sending you a little cute text every now and then to remind you who's the top dog. Go Vols. And roll tide, everybody. <laughs> we'll see what happens this week, and we'll talk more about it next time. Take it easy, Peace. y'all.